Welcome to the Interstoke Podcast. It's been a minute. Um, I keep recording these podcasts and then I don't release them. I don't know why. I just, honestly, I don't like my vibe lately. Um, I've been extremely vi- extremely busy with my build. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am currently building out a 2019 Ford Transit. And it's literally like taking up all my energy and everything. So I've been doing podcasts, but I have not been releasing them. Um, so this one I'm actually going to release. Um, this one is actually a subject that I like talking about. <laughs> and um, so recap on last episode, I believe was Higgins and Steph Mags, which is a cool episode. Um, It will be continued when they get back from Costa Rica. So there'll be like a part two on that one. Um, Didn't really want to like get to the bottom of everything. You know, I was just kind of like opening up the podcast to have, you know, them in the future back on repeat guests. But um, this podcast, I wanted to talk about something. Um, I was driving my mother to the airport the other day and she was driving behind me. And like anybody else, she just went around me and passed me. And then when I dropped off my van, I was driving her vehicle to drop her off because it's more comfortable for her. Um, She nice, in a nice way, made fun of me for how slow I drive. Now, this wasn't a surprise to me because like I get made fun of all the time for how slow I drive. And I honestly pride myself on it because I'm very aware on the road. I'm constantly checking my mirrors. I'm constantly looking at people um, all around me in every direction. And I feel really safe when I drive. Um, At work, it's not really the best thing, especially when you have like a busy schedule and driving is part of that Um, because time is money (laughs) so I remember um, leading the pack I guess you'd call it at my old job saying like a hot tub delivery and my dad if he was on the delivery would just fly past me because like I'm a slow driver and he can't take it but anyway my mom asked me is that because of your accident do I drive slow because of my car accident that I got into when I was younger? And for those who don't know about my car accident, I actually did an episode called My Car Accident um, explaining the entire accident and everything that went on in my life. It was a pretty traumatic event that I had to deal with at the age of 19. I just graduated from high school and it made me feel really good when she said that because I took something that was so devastating to me and now I turned it into something that's good and something that's positive about me. Now, not I guess everybody wouldn't agree or say, ooh, being a slow driver isn't a good thing. I, I don't know, but I... Well, I guess I'm a safe driver. I guess you'd call me rather than a slow driver. But I thought it was really, really 
interesting how I was able to take something that was literally like at one point I was saying was ruining my life, destroyed my life, blamed it on a lot of things for years and years and years and years. And now here I am like smiling about it and kind of thankful for the lesson that I learned. And it made me think like it would be amazing if I can take take that mentality and put it towards everything in life. Now, I know everything isn't going to be like that. I mean, there's cr- crazy things that happen in the world. Like I just saw that car pile up in Texas on that interstate. Oh my god. That was crazy. Those poor people, the black ice, all those truckers, it was just like tons tons of cars piled on top of each other it was like it was honestly one of the craziest car accidents i've ever seen probably the craziest car accident i've ever seen and oh my god saying a prayer for those who lost their lives super sad so i know things like that are gonna happen and you know you're gonna have a really tough challenge turning something like that into a positive and it's not going to happen overnight it's probably going to happen years down the road like my car accident was was when i was 19 and now i'm becoming grateful for it because who knows maybe it was some maybe it was a higher power telling me to chill the f out because i'm driving too fast and i'm driving too erratic and i'm driving too crazy even though i wasn't in my accident I was going a little bit over the speed limit, but it wasn't my fault. And I wrestled with that for years and years, thinking it was my fault. And that goes into like shock, PTSD, all that stuff. And it made me think like, there's like this huge trend going on with like victim mentality. And like, I understand it because I was there but the fact that it's like mainstream now and it's becoming like the thing like poor me like now Paris Hilton's coming out talking about how terrible her life was in boarding school and stuff we got Justin Bieber coming out with a hit song titled Lonely during a fucking pandemic when like I think it's like 8,000 people a day or something like that are signing up for unemployment and Justin Bieber's making millions of dollars off a song called I'm Lonely when he was a kid. Like, yeah, none of us could wrap our head, could possibly understand what this kid is going through when he was younger. No, no freaking way. It's like, how, why, why turn it into a victim thing? Why not turn it into a power thing, you know, like... I rose up, I, you know, it's like, I don't, do not own your story. Do not let your story own you. Do not hold on to something that happened to you and not for you. Yeah. And I understand because I was there once, you know, I had my life ripped from me. I had lost so much more after that and I blamed the car accident, I blamed this, I blamed that, I blamed my parents a lot. I 
hated God for a long time. Um, I was an angry person. I was a bitter person. And it kept me from growing. When you let go of things, you create room for growth, for other things to come in to your life. I wouldn't be who I am today unless all that happened to me. Okay, I'll give a brief brief description about what happened with the car accident so you guys are not like, ooh, let me go back and listen to it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, if you want to go back and listen to it, absolutely. But Okay, so basically, I just graduated from high school um, in June. And I was dating this girl. And we were together all summer. And then come September, I was going to college pretty soon. And... It was her birthday, and we wanted to go. This was back when they had, like, before the, this out long ago, this was. This was, like, 2008, when you had to go to, like, the Ticketmaster booth at the mall to get the tickets to the show you're going to or the concert you're going to. Like, that's how long ago this was. <laughs> so we get into her car. We start driving in the mall, and she said she was tired, so I drove her car driving down the parkway long story short this 24 year old girl came out of the rest area ran me and her off the road into the trees and her car went up in the air and flipped and split apart and i basically found her 25 feet away from the car she was face down basically with her legs folded over her back basically folded in half and i can talk about this normally because um this is something that I've processed and I've gone through like over and over and over and over again. And I don't let it affect me chemically in my body anymore like I used to. When I used to drive past the crash site, I would notice myself just in a zone, just locked in, like not thinking about anything else. And I'd like, I'd miss my exit or I'd miss like where I was going. And I don't let it affect me chemically anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't upset me. It doesn't trigger anything. Like, I don't give it that power anymore. And I'm not, like, I'm not on that level yet to tell you how. <laughs> I'm not, like, a guru or anything like that. Like, but I'm just, you know, explaining my situation and where I'm at with it. Like, I don't hold on to it. I don't let it control me. I don't let it my emotions, all that, anything like that. So basically, okay, so found her in the trees, called the ambulance. Um, me and my girlfriend at the time, were we were okay, fortunately. Um, she wasn't the other girl. She had to get airlifted. And the officer, who I actually used to roll with in jiu-jitsu, um, I didn't know his name, but he went to the same gym as me. So we... we knew each other and I had I trained at Madama at the time and I had a Madama shirt on so like he knew who I was and where I trained and all that and honestly like I think because I was in such epic shape like I was training hard dude I was training jujitsu Muay Thai flow boxing um five days a week for two years now two years at the time so I was in like incredible shape um I had a personal trainer at the time, 
um, doing a lot of conditioning work, stuff like that. So, and basically my head hit the windshield and before I hit, I tucked my chin. Um, it's something that we're taught in fighting to tuck your chin down and it's just a reaction and actually worked out my benefit. Didn't get hurt. So, um, so basically they airlifted her. The officer said she's probably not going to make it. I thought, you know, she was, she wasn't going to make it. Thank God she made it. Um, but then that's when the nightmare started. Um, she ended up suing me and all that stuff. So it made my life hell for the next, you know, couple months. And the worst part was to come because I suffered from PTSD and, um, I basically just started pushing everybody out of my life. Um, my girlfriend at the time, I pushed her out of my life. Um, then something happened between her and my best friend and my best friend ended up out of my life. And it was just like this downward spiral. Got into another car accident after that. And, um, then I tried to take my life, which thankfully was a failed attempt. <laughs> um, thankful to still be here and um yeah I talk freely and I talk openly about it I'm not ashamed of it I'm not ashamed it happened to me um pretty much shaped the next 10 years of my life which weren't the brightest years where <laughs> the sun wasn't always shining I was in and out of depressive states in and out of abusive relationships um not physically I've only been hit by one, one in one relationship. I've been struck. <laughs> Thankfully, that relationship ended. But so letting go of your story and not letting it identify who you are and not letting it hold you back from your life. Like I always think like... <sighs> You know, like my friend Petey, <clears throat> excuse me, my friend Petey, who passed away, I think it was three years ago now, um, my dude would not want me to hold on to this shit. He would be like, bro, it was my life, I'm selfish, this and that. Like, I know for a fact, he would be like, don't feel bad for me, like, don't fe be sad, like, miss me, that and that, but like, don't feel bad, like, and... I don't know, there was something about how, because she fell asleep or she was texting, she ran me off the road, then she sued me, ruined my life. It was just like, then then it became like a thing, like I'm not going to give her this anymore, this power, whatever it is, you know, holding it over me. And the same went for people that hurt me after that. Um, I had a lot of emotions towards them, um, blamed them for a lot, said like, how could you do this to me, blah, 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 basically held on to shit for years. And then one day I looked at it from a different perspective. I was like, okay, I started getting like spiritual and this and that. And like, I believe in a higher power. I don't necessarily believe in a like God, the God, like B 
speared on the like Jesus on the cross, like that kind of stuff. I'm not into, but I believe in a higher power, and I believe that we seek that higher power for forgiveness, and the higher power grants us forgiveness. I do believe that if you seek forgiveness in your life, you will be granted forgiveness if you truly seek it, that is. And that comes with your heart and all that stuff. But that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, okay, well, what if the higher power already forgave them and I'm still holding on to that shit? I'm like, what a waste. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't want that anymore. So then when, when I started looking at it from that perspective, it just kind of, it shifted for me and I was able to let so much stuff go. And then I started applying that to so many other things in my life. And recently, I got checked, I guess we'll call it. And um, one of my, I guess, it wasn't an old pattern, but something came up in my life and I reacted. And it was not okay. And I learned a big, freaking valuable lesson. And it made me go back and think about my past and things that I've done and blah, blah, blah. And I actually reached out to people because of it. And I'm like, you know, I wanted to make peace with it because like, I don't want it, it, it really, it's, I guess you can call it putting the shoe on the other foot. I don't know. But I'm thankful for every lesson that I learn everything that I go through. I feel like every single thing is a lesson. Everything that happens to you is a lesson. Um, the other day I hit 150,000 followers on TikTok, stoked about it, in a good mood. And I read this comment and this kid with no picture, with no username, writes a comment about me hiding bodies in my van or something like some stupid comment. And it was like, it was like, oh, he's hiding bodies in his van, blah, 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 something like that. And I was like, and I called him bland, like B-L-A-N-D, bland. I was like, I was like, I know I have no username or picture. I was like, I wrote because you're bland, dot, dot, dot. Not my best, not my best moment. So he responded with, it was just a joke. And that's what kids do nowadays. They either say it was just a joke or it's not that deep, man. And they completely try to deflect it. And I was like, dude, I was like, you Gen Z kids, man. I was like, you can dish it out, but you cannot take it. And I wrote it with like laughing eyes. And that's what I was doing. I was giving it right back to him. I shouldn't have called him bland. That was, that was cut, I, you know. I knew what I was doing with that. <laughs> so guess what happens next? The kid reports my video and my video gets taken down. I appealed it, so, because it's bullshit. He called it like acts of violence or something like that. I literally made a safety video with the hard can of iced tea, like, because that trend was going on. And Typically, it wouldn't bother me, but, like, a lot of effort goes into those videos, like, believe it or not. Like, I literally had to go to the liquor store to get the 
can. I'd plan it out. You know, clean the van, all that stuff. Like, set up camera. Like, it's like a three or four hour ordeal, honestly. And to just get it taken down like that for, like, no reason because some little freaking kid didn't like what because I, I called him bland, which wasn't cool, but he couldn't take it, so he comes after me. And that's, like, the trend going on now is, like, go after him, like, leave bad reviews, like, ruin their businesses, like, all this stuff, like, really nasty shit. And, like, all of this, all of this is going to be karma for these people in the long run. And, like, I hate to say it like that, but, like, all, like, all you people going around trying to cancel people, like, just because they don't believe in the same thing, this is all going to bite you in the ass, I promise you. <laughs> That's not how the universe works, okay? We are all entitled to our opinions. We are entitled to our feelings, what we do, blah, 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 all that stuff. Like, it's not just your world. <laughs> and I think a lot of people are figuring that out. And I think a lot of people are waking up. And honestly, like, I look at these Gen Zers and, like, not this kid leaving the comment. He was a douche. <laughs> but, but some of them are just, like, incredible how we'll use the word woke, how woke they are, how aware they are of like what's going on, like everything that's happening, like they're noticing things, they're seeing patterns and things. And like, this is exactly the shift we need in this world, honestly, because there's too many crazy people running around. They're like maniacs. And this virus is honestly really slowing down the pace and really slowing down people. And I think once this is all over with, that we're going to see a really big change in the world. 100%. Hopefully it's good. I hope so. And speaking of all of this stuff, I got Inner Stoke Podcast face masks. Now... I was like on the fence about the face mask because I I'm not I'm not a crazy mask person. I'm not saying wear your mask, wear your mask. Blah, blah, blah. That, that that's for a different subject. <laughs> that's for a different time, I mean. Um but what I'm going to do is I'm not going to sell the mask. I'm going to give the mask away for free. If I I thought about selling the mask and giving away profit, but I was like I don't even like doing that, you know? <clears throat> but I'm just going to give the masks away for free. So if you want an Interstoke Podcast face mask, send me a DM or go on my website. I think you can send me a message on my website or TikTok, whatever. Don't, don't actually don't message me. And TikTok, I probably won't read it. There's so many crazy messages in TikTok. So many crazy girls. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do this thing where I like, where I look into things and I see faces. Like when I'm inside my van, I'm constantly seeing like these little hole punch outs and I'm like making these faces out of them. And I just saw on my screensaver, it's like this cloud thing, like graffiti. And now I see a face coming out of it. And I've got my eyes locked on this face on my screen, on my desktop, and I don't know if I like it now. I'm, I'm gonna put a folder over it. 
Put a folder over it. No, now I can't see. I can see his nose. Oh, move it down a little bit. No, doesn't look like a face anymore. Problem solved. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for sticking around. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. Um, but yeah, don't let your story own you. Don't let something that happened to you and not for you be, you know, your way of life. You know, take something that happened for you and make that your story if you want, you know? And I believe everything happens for us, not, you know, tragic or not. Everything happens for a reason. I truly believe in that. Anyway, hope everybody is healthy and staying stoked out there. The van will be done within like the next month and a half. Really doing a good job with this one. Hopefully then I can get going and be on my way back out west so I can start my business. It's not really van country in New Jersey, so. Um, I was actually talking to my buddy about Denver. So, I think it's going to be between... Denver and Bend, Oregon. So, sucks because I still have a storage locker there <laughs> with my longboard. I have another foamy surfboard there, like this little shortboard. I got my snowboard out there because I plan to be back out there by March, April. So, I was like, ooh, maybe I'll get some snow, which I probably would have. Actually, I'll probably still go to Oregon. I love Oregon. Yeah. I mean, Denver sounds cool. But Ben sounds peaceful. I miss my summers. I miss my river, Mackenzie. My little spot, just getting naked, getting in the river. Mmm. Miss it. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.